what is going on guys salam peace and blessings upon you this is the thoughtful banter podcast the very best why we sound so good bro like like this sound quality is hitting right now (laughs) the very best muslim podcast out there google podcast apple podcast wherever you're listening to us make sure to follow you know like whatever whatever you do subscribe whatever you do to uh let that platform know that you're enjoying this podcast i'm right here with my co-host hussein yes sir and uh as always now we want to shout out the patrons who are supporting the awesome patreon page if you guys want to support the patreon page is the best way to actually give us support the saying can we get the shout outs before we jump into anything yeah i just want to give a big shout out to our patrons thank you guys so much for supporting us um for a pretty long time now i'm looking at the dates that you guys joined so thank you guys so much we're starting with my boy ali then we got t-jam not sure who that is but big shout out to you then we got my boy justin always repping muhammad and jordan thank you guys so much for all your support a little bit goes a long way and more than anything we just love the we just love the i like the money no cap i mean no cap because it's like 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 a like a recent example of that is you know money money make the money don't make the world go down but we happen to allow the world to go down go around with money that makes sense mm-hmm. um, subhanallah that was that was you know, well worded yeah, that was yeah. about to come for your neck yeah i i i i, I, I saw that coming and i had to like <laughs> okay let me rephrase this in an appropriate way you know mon- money is what we've decided to be as our um, mark for value um and these podcasts they take they take work and especially like with recent things i don't know if you guys saw but we released uh our first thoughtful vibes video we had some fun filming that took some time took took more effort than the usual uh content because that was not like a podcast episode that was to me kind of like a short film uh we had to go in person interview, interview guy, yeah and the the editing took some time um so yeah like these these patrons really help make the pod like they really kind of show at least for me they make me realize that we're on the right track because mm. even if you're willing just to give like a dollar a month when someone's able when someone's willing to give you money it really shows that they value what you're doing yeah that's true. Um, also, we have a newsletter now called the Thoughtful Digest. I know the name is Matt Cute. Uh, <laughs> Thoughtful Digest. It's a monthly newsletter. So if you guys want to check that out, I'm going to make that the first link. Wherever you're watching this, you can click that link. It's in the first link in the description. And it's just going to be once a month. It's not going to be like a weekly newsletter. We're not going to spam you. Just for monthly updates on new episode, what we're doing, and the new um the new thoughtful vibes video because we're going to do a new once a month there's going to be a thoughtful vibes video which is going to be something that's not uh, a podcast episode but Hussein, what did you think about thoughtful vibes i mean obviously i think everyone who watched it noticed that like our audio in the interview which is really bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and it was because like I, I, you said you couldn't find the footage like we recorded we had two different mics and the way they were set up is that one was hooked to one camera and the other mic was hooked to another camera. And so the other camera that had the angle of me and Matty, um, for whatever reason, Matty couldn't find the footage. It must have been corrupted or something. So the audio you hear is not our audio from the microphone that we were using. Yeah. It is the audio from the camera that was recording, that was connected to the microphone that was on Chris's neck, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was unfortunate. That that. So it was like the camera mic was picking that up, our voices up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some echoing, reverbering type But overall, what would you give it? No, no, no. I mean, I think I think your editing is so different. Just <laughs> well, to it, gas bro. my boy up a bro, little stop bit. Stop it, bro. Just to gas my boy up a little bit. That editing was so different. That was honestly my favorite part, just looking at like the edits of the food and stuff. Like I like the trailer more than I actually like the interview. Mm-hmm. Just because the trailer, interview, yeah, was just more more condensed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the B roll is really nice. Um, I think that camera is, is that camera wow. delicious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's all I got. I like to do more of that. I don't know who, who should we do next. Um, there are a couple like Muslim businesses. I just don't know if we'll have like the ability to. Um, like I know we could definitely do like their food, like reviews of their food and stuff. I just don't know if we'll be able to get that kind of like access behind the scenes to talk with the owner for example maybe next time it'll be like more food based yeah like yeah, showing yeah. us eating the food yeah and all that also like a I'm, mukbang type beat you guys want to see a thoughtful uh, banter mukbang i do not like mukbangs. <laughs> <laughs> you 
They're so bad. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it's such a weird piece of content on the internet, mukbangs. Mm-hmm. Have you looked into mukbangs? No. I mean, I've seen, like, a person. Like, I've seen a couple of people do one here or there, but I've never, Bro. like. What do you mean look into? Like, what is it? Search up right, right now. You're on my laptop. Yes. Search up mukbangs. Uh, am I going to regret this? Yeah. But you're not going to click on it. You're just going to see the thumbnails. Look, look at what is being shown. What language is that? I think it's Japanese. Mukbangers that changed a lot. Wow, this dude was so skinny, and now he's thick. Dude, it's like, basically, if you guys haven't heard of what a mukbang is, it's like this content style where the dude sits a camera in front of himself, gets, like, a hum- not just a serving of food, like, minimum... 10,000 calories worth of food. Does it have to be like a lot of food or can it I just be like I think it's always a, a lot of food. Is that like like a criteria for it? I don't know if that's Maybe. a criteria, but I know that's what has become online in terms of probably probably cuz they get more views based on more food they're eating. Yeah, cuz I I've seen people like eat food and call it a mukbang, but it hasn't been like ridiculous amounts of food. I don't know. You feel me? But I I'm sh- Maybe that's it. There's a YouTuber by the name of something I think Nikado Avocado. This dude is like the biggest mukbang channel, and he started off like as a slender Nicado guy. Avocado. He started off as a slender guy, and literally, in like a couple of like in a year or so, he's ballooned, and his mental health at the, as has ballooned at the same rate. Like, it's kind of weird the position people put themselves in, right? Uh huh. Like, you look at this opportunity, and you're like, you know what? I know this is bad for me. Like, I'm getting paid to gorge myself multiple times a week. That is so disgusting. And the, not even, like, eating good food. Like, bad food. Uh-huh. Like McDonald's type eat? Yes. Ugh. Like, like there's, like, there's one video where it's, like, it's, like, enough fries for, like, five dudes <laughs> watching football with a thick layer of melted cheese on top. And they're not like, uh, you know, because remember that that competitive eater dude, yeah. uh, Matt Stoney. He's 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 goaded. It's insane. He, bro, he eats a lot. They they eat like that. Uh huh. But they they're not eating like for time. They're, they're not eating for time. So they're just eating slowly. They eat through the whole. I mean, thing. he does something. He must be like going to the gym as well or something. Like, he says like he fasts and whatnot. He fasts. Like water fasting type eat. I think. Huh. How does his stomach not like dummy shrink? Because whenever I fast, I mean, I guess I'm not. I'm also not drinking water when I fast. So yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that makes a difference. I don't know. I think, but but like, just think about the mindset, right? Like you're doing this for the bag. Mm. And I, I was just thinking, you know, maybe if I were skinny, I start doing that. But I think because of like my struggles with health in my life, I don't think I'd compromise my health ever to that extent for money. I mean. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, even even as someone who's skinny, I'm good. I don't want to gorge myself. Like how much how much would it be for someone to like pay you? Bro, I have no idea. Like, you know these things like you've never thought about, so yeah. you have like zero idea. I have no idea, bro. I don't think if I'd... someone was like a thousand dollars, absolutely not. Like I No, I no. What idea. if what if I was like, hey, I'm gonna pay you if you do this for five years, I'll pay you two million dollars a year. Five years, two million dollars a year. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> got me rethinking out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a lot. Like hypothetically, I'm sure you could use that money to put back into your health. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's a lot of money. But but hold on, over you're five on camera, years, bro. You're on camera, and you and this is what you're. Known that's for. my family set. Hussein, <laughs> but like everyone, <laughs> every family man. Look, listen, listen. You want to see everyone, like everyone's gonna watch you just stuff your face. Yes. Like, like you, you're gonna look so fat, bro. But I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna not let myself look fat. Do you feel me? What, what, what if, what if you're just gonna look fat with it? Oh. Even if you don't look fat internally, I mean, let's be real. We only care about what's on the outside. But also, <laughs> also internally, you're not going to be looking good either. Yeah, no, probably not. But, but but would you do it for, uh, what is that, $10 million? I mean, five I, years? can I eat, like, clean food but stuff myself? Or do we got to be, like... No, doing the mukbangs, you're eating mukbangs. Does it got to be, like... Yeah, uh, so, so, sorry. I didn't even say, like, the, like the scenario. Okay, so <laughs> you get paid. This is, like, an average, like, basically, like, what a YouTuber make. Okay. Like, like, a huge mukbang channel. You're making weekly content. Let's say like, let's say at least three days a week, you do a mukbang. 
Yikes. It's like 10,000 calorie challenge or whatever. Mm. You're eating garbage. Or even if you're not eating garbage, you're eating so and much I have, food. I have to finish all of it? Yeah. Okay. You make, you're doing these videos. You have to record yourself. You have to upload it. And you get paid $2 million a year. Mm. Do, do that for five years. And outside of the mukbangs, you can do whatever. Well, your job is these mukbang videos. Would you do it? Like, no, no, bro. You want to do it? Two million a year. I wouldn't be able to look at myself. Two million a year. If I get two, if I get ten million over five years or whatever, because you said five years, yeah. you say three years, five years, whatever. So five ten million, ten million over five years. After taxes, I don't know how much that is. Um, but like also how, also have a large, seven million also have like a million. large chunk type B. Yeah. Anyways, um, bro, I won't be able to walk. I'll be in a wheelchair. You don't think you can mitigate it by like the off your off days by like just not eating and like doing insane amount of cardio and drinking Mate, water. I can't even fathom. But you, you, I mean, you could probably use it as an opportunity to put on like an insane amount of muscle. You like <laughs> always lift heavy, and you just fast and drink, do cardio, and drink water on those off days. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, no, that that I I couldn't. Rough. I couldn't. I think I rather. If I had to choose between being rich and having not having my health or being poor and having my health, I think I'd choose having my health. Because yeah. um hold up, hold up, hold up. How did we get here? Oh, I said, I said thoughtful venter mukbang, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what was in my head was not a mukbang as you're describing it. Um because I've just never been on that part of YouTube, so I didn't know that's what it was. I've been on every part of YouTube. Don't feel bad. You're so funny. Um no, but I was just thinking like the mukbangs, the quote unquote mukbangs, I guess that I've seen, I've just been two people eating and they're like just talking, talking, like, like shooting the like breeze. the Brandon Shaw, uh, show, like yeah, yeah, yeah. below the like belt, that. right? Below the belt, yeah. yeah, that's a good show. That man is a goofy. Yeah, he's like, I'm happy he found his thing because it's like he wasn't too good at fighting, but like he's still in fighting because of the show. He's Bro, decent, like talking and podcasting or whatever. These UFC fighters are so boring stupid bro <laughs> <laughs> like who's the stupidest ufc fighter i don't know if you want to say in case you ever meet them i mean i don't i mean it's not like they're gonna beat me on site i mean they might but like that's a depending how stupid they are entire so lawsuit dumb. but anyways oh um, yeah i'd love for Carter to assault absolutely <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm a, someone get a phone right now i'll limp i'll be, I'll be faking it like i'm a soccer player bro <laughs> what the hell did you say to me Oh, I had to antagonize the heck out of Conor McGregor for a paycheck. No, this man was like, he was talking about uh, AOC's dress. Mm-hmm. The dress that said tax the rich or whatever. Conor was? No, no, Brendan Schaub. And he was like, yeah, tax the rich. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, tax the rich. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rich pay all your taxes. <laughs> and then he sits back and he's like, got him <laughs> and then you you know when like you're with someone and like you're doing something like like you're recording or something like a video or something probably this has happened with me right and they say something so stupid but you don't want to like flame them or like point it out on yeah. camera or on the <laughs> mic and so all his co-hosts were just like Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> and so they just went, they just like completely Dude, changed. That be having at Brendan a lot though. Yes, he he, he just like be taking bad takes. CTE, like CTE, bro. No, he's not getting anything sometimes. CTE, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like this. I mean, we don't know. No, people just be like built different. I that, I'm like that too. He goofs so much, bro. No, that's not CTE. I'm just dude. Well, you goof nowhere near as much as Brendan. I haven't bro. I haven't been to the UFC yet. After a boxing match, maybe I'll yeah, be goofing like that. what's the difference? What's the difference? Oh, yeah, the CTE. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, what did you think about the AOC, whole AOC dress? I don't thing? know, bro. I'm not educated. <laughs> I mean, like, it's kind of like, you know, on one hand, it's like, she's damned if she does, she's damned if she doesn't. Because if she goes there and she doesn't talk about poverty... But she cares about poverty, and her supporters know that. She's going to be roasted for going to this gala. Yeah. But if she goes there and uses the opportunity to raise awareness about something that she cares about, people are like, oh, but how'd you get there, Richie? It's like, <laughs> I think I think you're allowed to I make mean, a statement there, even though you're, you know, like, just because she paid for the expense. F- 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 I, I understand that she paid a lot of money for the ticket. 
right? Mm. Or her even even if she, even if it was a gift, her being there is a sign of privilege. But just because you're there in a privileged space doesn't mean you can't use that as a platform. I mean, yeah, to talk about it. However, it being on the dress and like, I don't know. It's like I think at the same time, you know what? You know what? Hold on, I'm tired. We. I, I'm, about a, I'm about a white knight right now. I'm about okay, a white knight for the first okay. time. <laughs> People need to put respect on AOC. Dudes be hating AOC just because she's AOC. Like That's there's a true. there's an entire, I guess, menosphere, men, meninist, anti-feminism, whatever. Just just like Trumper group troll group on Twitter. There's uh-huh. anything AOC does gets flack. Like yeah. AOC can't live. Like she can't breathe up people saying something about it's her. It's not just AOC. It's like anyone who's like, first of all, I don't even want to call them leftists because they're not even like leftists. But anyone who like holds even moderately left-ish views on like, <laughs> on like socialism or any kind of like economic uh, policy, these people go insane. And so I think your point is like beautiful because like Republicans like to do this thing really like. Where the, where they draw this, they say stuff like this. They're like, "Oh my God, of course you're socialist. You don't have any money." And it's like, okay, so when someone's poor, they're only socialist because they want other people's money, right? Mm-hmm. And they only want these kind of things because they want other people's money. And then when people are rich, they're like, "Oh, well, look how rich you are. You can't be a socialist." Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, bro, <laughs> damn if you, damn if you don't. And so and and also like, complain mentioning the fact that the ticket was thirty thousand, like completely just doesn't even slightly address the tax the rich which was the point of the dress like like nothing about tax the rich is addressed in oh but that ticket was thirty thousand dollars and give me a second i'm gonna take my mic off the stand i think that like you can be rich and believe in taxing the rich that's what i'm saying i'm like like, (laughs) what's wrong with that like if I mean if you're willing to be rich and be like hey tax me exactly, you know like uh, I think being a socialist or having like more social socialist leniencies doesn't mean that you don't believe you can have your own money and spend your own money wherever you please. It, thank you, Mike. Like like you can you can have a Lamborghini, you can have a Tesla, you can have the nice house, and believe that people deserve health care. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see uh, right? Yeah yeah yeah. Did you see um. Speaking of this, and it's kind of like on the same topic, uh, Hassan Piker. I knew going to say Hassan. Hassan Piker. Yeah. He bought like a house, like a $3 million house in uh, Damn, California. Good for Hassan. And basically, I'm Hassan. He, had, Hassan. <laughs> he basically had like all these people jumping down, down his throat for like the same reason. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's because Hassan's like entire, um, well, not entire, but like so much of like what rose in popularity was about him t- openly talking about being a communist. Right, Hassan. I I don't I don't know Hassan. Well, I, defending communism a lot, I will say. Hassan is an interesting individual. I think this is my opinion. The reason he has so much traffic and like his videos get so much attention is not because his political commentary or takes are particularly enlightening. It's because he's hot. Dude, uh, let's, let's, he is a certified <laughs> snack. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. It's because he's an attractive C- dude. Certified snack boy. He's an attractive dude who has like leftist ish views and so i guess in i guess today maybe maybe i think it would be pretty accurate to say that today like a lot of women are like leftists or like have yeah, are left leaning yeah, yeah. or left are very much left leaning i mean most of the young people but especially you'd be a hard press to find a woman who's not left leaning nowadays yeah um and so like with these left leaning women he's a super attractive dude mm-hmm. espousing all these le- <laughs> <laughs> he's the white knight and so that's the like i'm i how much of his audience do you think is women? I, th- I still I think say, it's probably majority men. I say at least forty percent. But he probably has like a, a high much higher, 40%. higher uh, female like um, viewing than like Joe Rogan, for example. I saw definitely. I saw. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. There's a compilation of like Twitch streamer girls mm. just talking about how how hot he is. <laughs> <laughs> Why and, would I look at that? And then, no, no, no. I was like going down like. <laughs> <laughs> I just searched that up, but I was going down like the rabbit hole. Like every time I find something new on the internet, I go through like rabbit hole, like just find like the, where it started and where mm-hmm. it is now. Okay. And I was doing that with um, Hassan. It's also like he's he has just like what you're saying. He's filled a space that no one else has filled. Yeah, like he's a, he's a young guy. He's I don't want to say like I don't like to gas people up, 
comparing him to political commentators on the internet, he's on the upper end of intellect, uh, I would say. Because there's a lot of these people that are just abhorrent. Like, I don't even know how to describe them. They're just awful. Uh-huh. In terms of just, like, where they're coming from with their opinions and all that. It's not, it's not even, like... It's not that they, I'm not saying they have bad opinions. I'm not... I just want to make it clear for the audience. No, some of them have bad opinions. No, but. no, but I'm saying to make it clear for the audience, I'm not saying just because someone has a right wing view, like a like not right wing, a conservative view, because if they're right wing view, I'm like bro, but like <laughs> just because someone has like a conservative view means that they're a bad person. Uh-huh. But like their logic, like how he's coming to his opinions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's a young guy. He's very attractive, and. He's con- like like he's a dude like he's a just he's a confident dude yeah and like in the Twitch street because he's the str- tall and and good looking he's jacked too dude. he lifts I did not know he lifted no 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 like check out his Instagram no 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 he, he lifts. Lifts. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can him. see his frame like his frame. <laughs> his shoulders are pretty big bro type B yo yeah. pause <laughs> <laughs> dude but like if you look at these other look like ugh, I hate to go Jordan Peterson ish but if you look at the space he's in look at the hierarchy he's in look at all the guys in the Twitch streamer space. These dudes are either built like mashed potatoes or sticks, bro. <laughs> the, the vast majority of them. Uh-huh. They don't. They don't lift. They don't have social skills. These guys are awkward, bro. Yeah, he's kind of in that cross between like political commentary and like sh- Twitch streamer. Yeah. So he's like he's, he's middle. always been a streamer, I think. Yeah. So like he's in the streamer space where all these other dudes don't lift, bro, are awkward, man, don't have game. This man has the easiest job like <laughs> twitch streaming <laughs> bro not just his twitch streaming like the type of twitch streaming he does he gets on stream he turns on his camera he has his chat going or whatever <laughs> he pulls up a video and then just reacts <laughs> to it <laughs> that's why we're doing this bro that's that's the vision i love to have that income are you kidding he me make good money hell yeah he makes good he money. makes a ridiculous uh, dude a lot do these streamers are so rich so rich it's weird you know you know you know you know what weirds me out when i say it's weird i think about who is watching this that mm. like like all, for all that time and giving money i mean i doubt anyone sits through it. okay never mind no like, bro they have like these people just sitting and watching mm. i mean i i assume it's either kids or people at work oh uh. Like like work a job like mine, you just like have a You'd lot. You'd be of free surprised, time. bro. A lot of these, a lot of there are like <laughs> mad incelly, incelly people, bro. Yes, bro. Incel. That's what I was getting to. But like losery. No, incelly. I, li- I like that. <laughs> like, like 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 in your basement, bro. I was listening to um uh Abba and Preach again. Not yeah. to bring not to bring them up again. Um. But they were talking about, they were like, I was talking with someone on Instagram. Abba was like, I was talking with someone on Instagram live. And they asked me a question. They said, what's the oldest, like, what's the oldest age that you'd be, you know, you'd, you'd be kind of weirded out or you might ask some questions about why they haven't had a relationship. And then. Relationship or like having a virginity? No, like a relationship. Okay. okay. Like a a serious relationship. Yeah. And then Abba goes, 28. And then he's like, and then the comment section lost their mind. He's like, the co- yeah, he had people in the comments like, oh, I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 29. I haven't had a relationship. You call me. And he's like, bro, mm. I'm not saying you're broken, bro. But <laughs> I'm just saying it's going to be a conversation. Like, why have you not had No, you're broken. Reacting like that. <laughs> yeah, type B. Yeah, type B. <laughs> you, you need to fix it. It's just weird. Like there are a lot of me, there are a lot of dudes on the internet who are just. Well, I don't know. Like we don't know why this happened. Like there's so many books, there's so many theories, all these red pit channels, all these self help garbage. We're not all garbage, but like we don't know what happened to men. Where where did men start going wrong though? I mean, I think even like the question the notion started going wrong. You mm. know, like I think I think sometimes we glorify history. Like, no, we definitely do. Especially like in this, um, these red pill guys, slash manosphere manosphere guys, slash conservative, it all kind of lumps up into like the same kind of thing. Yeah, like some of traditionalism. There's, it turns there's like into. a lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of overlap. Like if you do a Venn diagram, that'd be mad yeah. overlap. Yeah, red pill man. Anyways, 
they, they, they talk about like this time in history where men were men, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, I'm, I don't buy it fully because you look at that time. It was like, yeah, there's also Jim Crow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh my God. This is, um, this is some, um, behind the scenes. I'm like working on the script for like white rage. Uh, uh-huh. like a, I don't know if it's going to be like a documentary. I remember piece. a long time ago you were talking about making like a short film, kind of type. B that related. was like cinematic. Yeah, I yeah, want to do like yeah. a document, like analyzing it because I don't understand it and I need to. Mm. But like, I think some of this, some of this idea that we used to be men is a white understanding of manhood. Oh. And we identified it. We like so as white on, men. So on, this sounds so interesting. Elaborate. White men have identified this period of time where we felt like men, but it wasn't a time that was good for everybody. It's because we had access. They, they, I said we. They, <laughs> we were literally. You guys had access to more things than anyone else. Not that we are better than black people. Mm. It's it's directly that. You think it's just black people? It's it's not just, but or like specifically, specifically black people. It's always specifically black people mm. because that's when it started in slavery, when the plantation workers, who are white, were seeing the black people work in the plantation, and the only thing that would ever make them feel better about themselves was, at least I'm not that slave. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not doing it for free. Yeah, I mean that's like that's but like, that's like the the tragic beauty of the system of, of chattel slavery that was created here in America because like everyone, like the government, everyone that was in power crafted this system in which even the lowest of the low of the low of the low yep. on the social hierarchy could say, at least I'm not a slave. At least I'm not black. Basically. At least I'm not black. Yeah. You know, and that's, um, and you see it with other, and that relates to every other, uh, group of immigrants in america mm-hmm. if you look like look at asians look how they run away from the topic of race racism in america because they have like like asians specifically have conformed so well to white people to being white you see it in chinese japanese like they, they they they're still their own people like they they keep their traditions yeah absolutely that's why but like, but when it comes to associating with black people oh hell no indians freaking freaking john is um, is an he has a very ethnic Asian name at home. Yeah, but he goes outside and he's John. John. John John's a different dude at home. Yeah, yeah. they have their they Absolutely. have their home name, yeah. but they have their white man name. Mm-hmm. You know, and Indians, Iranians, all the Asians do the same thing. Jews do the same thing. Everyone does the same thing. I want to be black though. And I think, in my mind, where it comes from, it's like I I, I don't under I'm not claiming to understand. This is a theory. Mm-hmm. It, to connect it to another book I read called the uh, the Better Angels of Our Nature. It's a book about violence, yeah, and about how violence is like understood in like the human psyche. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to this lecture about white rage, and basically to combine what I'm what I'm understanding from the book and from the lecture. Well, rage comes. Rage and violence are connected to our sense of like control, and are like we have like an animalistic desire for power mm-hmm. in terms of survival mm-hmm. and you see this white rage going going to the lecture this white rage in history is always surrounding surrounded around times not always with black people but specific i mean like always kind of like relatively consistently but there's like larger pockets of like incidences of like um attacks against like black black men and women specifically around eras whenever they were going for things that white people didn't think they deserved mm-hmm. whenever they're trying to get out of their status of just being a black person yeah. in America. Like all, like the, like the times when they're really fighting for like civil rights and all that was all these times with like increased amounts of uh, racial violence because it's like at, at before it's like, Oh, you, you know your place. You're chilling. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm okay with that. You have like these weird ra- racial relationships where like, People like there's like writings, there's like recorded, there's this is like recorded in history. Like people will be like, f- kind of friends with slaves. Yeah. Like buddy, buddy, like 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 remember Django with the house slave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, Le- like Leo, Leo. He was like. Yeah. You know that boy here. Yeah. What I. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like like there's like literally a com like a weird camaraderie, mm. but it's never fully spoken because that's wrong. 
But the moment they try to break out this box, point is, I, this is not a f- concept I've fully f- fleshed out yet. I'm still working on it behind yeah. the scenes. But basically, behind the scenes <laughs> for my script, uh-huh. I'm like literally having to do like so much research on it because it's so like complex. But I think it relates to like our understanding. Like there's this fallacy of masculinity in America. Mm. We used to be masculine. And we connected to whenever men were on top, but it was never men on top. It was white men on top. Yeah, and, I mean that's how almost everything in America is. Yeah, <laughs> and and the, and the, it's it's very similar to like make America great again. Well, when was it great? When everyone else was in the dirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great exactly. for you. Great for you. <laughs> this one, the small percentage. Uh huh. You know, so I don't think we've ever been great men in this country. As in all men, that that was that was <laughs> mad deep. That was mad. <laughs> Gas me up. But even even the whole like going back here, make America great again thing, like the people, even the white men who were like the majority of white people were not living like nice. <laughs> but they're better than the black people. <laughs> like that was that was literally the only distinction. You know what I'm saying? Made. Because like, here's the thing: if you don't feel like you're in the bottom, you're good. Like 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 again. Talking about Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson talks about we have a we have an innate understanding of a hierarchy around us. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not always true, but like we at least we we place ourselves in a hierarchy. If you feel like you're in the bottom of the barrel, you're you're angry because <laughs> you're on the bottom of the food chain. Yeah, you know, like you ever walk in a room and feel like no one respects you there? No. <laughs> I'm not even like I'm not even trying to that, flex no, 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 or anything. No. <laughs> I think it's just so indicative of like our differences. <laughs> well, if you ever feel out that way, whether it's true or not, it makes you angry. Hmm. It makes you like you don't want to be there. Like hmm. I can't I need to get up here. And yeah. you see people like in like people who are bullies and stuff, a lot of times they're acting that kind of way because they feel like in the bottom. I need to get someone beneath me. Bro, bro, I'm about to switch the topic a little bit, but That's it's okay. kind of related. So I was I'm in a couple of history classes this semester. One of the history classes I'm in is this um history of medicine in the United States, basically. Mm-hmm. Um and so the unit that we just finished was about the the study of gynecology and obstetrics in um or like the science um, i don't know the profession of gynecology and and obstetrics like the history of that profession and what i was reading is basically these doc these white doctors these white god first of all first of all midwifery was like a thing that used okay let me let me just walk about walk it back even further okay take it way back infant mortality and like mother surviving pregnancy is something that until recent years was very, 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 like mothers surviving their pregnancy was low and infant mortality was very high, Damn. either in childbirth or like a year after the child was born, you know? Yeah. And basically a lot of the progress that we've made in like that field was built on the backs of basically slave women who were experimented on more or less experimented on jesus so these people like these white doctors they talk about like the shift from midwifery as like a woman a woman's field kind of like a women did it for women that was like what midwifery was Mm -hmm. and then kind of how that shifted from it shifted from midwifery to basically like men dominating the field of um obstetrics and gynecology um so it was all these white doctors this newly newly enriched and newly educated with this medical knowledge and basically they started becoming the gynecologists and the OBGYNs for these women for these pregnant women and women like for yeah for these women <clears throat> and so a lot of times they'd have ideas they'd have like experimental things that they were thinking of ways that they thought that they could improve these women but they couldn't do it on white women yeah cause no one will stand for that they're they're in the in the reading, we talk we talk. She, the lady talks about this one white doctor who did one of his experimental procedures on a white woman that worked. I think it was a. I think it was like the first person to successfully do a C section. So she was pregnant, wow. and he did a C section on her, and it worked. But the fact that he cut into a white woman, basically the whole town ran him out of like they ran him out of town. 
because he cut into a white woman. <laughs> and wor- it worked. She was alive. The baby was alive. Everyone was alive. he took the risk on like a white exactly, life. Exactly. And so basically these people, these doctors moved, like they would get, they would either have their own slaves or they would go to, they would go to a slave owner and be like, I'll be your, your slave's nigger doctor. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be your nigger doctor. Yo, I didn't doctor. say that, y'all. I'll, I'll be your nigger, I'll be your nigger doctor. God. Uh. <laughs> and so they just literally like experiment on these women. Yeah. Um, and not just not just with like pregnancy related things issue like all like med- like our medical history yeah like I riddle mean, with this but yeah yeah and so it had me thinking it had me thinking about covid it had me thinking about um whoa <laughs> it had me thinking about covid uh-huh. had me thinking about vaccine hesitancy had me thinking about how people who aren't vaccinated have basically are basically being demonized um and it pissed me off especially black people it pissed me off especially the black people right black the yeah. black community yes there's a lot there's a lot of vaccine hesitancy in the black community and so the, the i was trying to figure out why i was so triggered by the kind of demonization right yeah um i was like yeah i mean it doesn't feel nice but like besides that like what else was like what else about it was triggering me yeah and i think what it was is like I saw, and let me let me mention one last thing. This is important because I saw this NPR article, and it was called like a peculiar privilege. That's what it was called, hmm. and basically, it was calling. Let me see if I can look it up. Actually, it was calling out um, these Americans for like rejecting the vaccine. He's like, and I think this person that yeah, you're talking about it, this. It was you said the Indian lady. I think so. She was like, what a peculiar privilege. Because people in my country are dying because they don't have a vaccine or whatever. Oh, Lord. And then I was like triggered. And I was like, why am I triggered? And here's why I'm triggered. The notion. I don't even know where to start. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like I'm like actually like a little bit shaking right now. Um Black people in this country. Okay, let me say it. When institutions fail you, mm-hmm. what do you do? That's my general question. Okay, that's a that's a general question for whoever's listening to this right now. When institutions fail you, what do you do? Because an institution that has failed black people time and time again, historically, has been the medical institution. Right? Medical institutions have historically failed black people you have this thing with the gynecologist that that i just mentioned where gynecology was built on the backs of these slave black slave women right you have things like the tuskegee experiment where they're infecting men with syphilis and they don't even know right and for you to look at me in the eyes and say that i'm privileged or say that any black person is privileged because they don't trust medical institutions and don't want to take a vaccine you should slap yourself right now. <laughs> you should slap yourself right now. Because where are you living? Mm. So I, I like I repeat the question, what do you do when institutions fail you? Because these institutions have historically failed these people for a long time. Mm. And, it's, and it's weird how with Black Lives Matter and police brutality, you can be like, oh, yes, I understand that there's a lot of um there's there's a, there's a history here that hasn't been addressed for a long time and so people are reacting to that mm-hmm. and so you can forgive people who riot because you acknowledge that history but with at the, like on the at the same time you won't acknowledge the history of medical abuse that has been done to black people and minorities in general in this country you 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 can ignore that and be like oh no bro just get the vaccine but you know what it is it makes me sick. What is it? it? They don't know. I mean, if they, it's, it's like, I feel like something like police brutality, more people know because it's a lot in your face. I mean, this medical stuff, bro, they are they are throwing it under the rug. No one's teaching this stuff in schools that I know of. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, no one, no one's saying like... Oh, oh, like the medical like history. The, the yeah, history yeah, yeah. of how, like, American medical breakthroughs in science were built because of slavery. Mm-hmm. Because they decided one group of people was morally okay, green light, experiment, take their skin off, whatever. 
right? They don't know. But it also kind of shows this, I mean, this is a very large amount of ignorance around it. Like, I'm not, I'm just like, these pe- these things don't happen for no reason. Like, people aren't just like incredibly hesitant and skeptical naturally. A lot, some uh, there are like exceptions here and there, but like I think for most people, mm-hmm. it is like learned behavior, or like they've they've either seen their parents do it, they've seen mm-hmm. a, their parents exhibit this kind of hesitancy or mistrust, or they've literally been burned. It's a survival mechanism, right? Exactly, I mean, you're, you're learning. Yeah. So, like, for for someone to see stuff like that, and then the first thought that they have be, oh wow, look at how either dumb these people are or look at how privileged these people are without even taking the time to properly investigate makes me extremely upset. Like, I mean, I don't think everyone who like doesn't just mean. who thinks that the vaccine is a viable solution is a sheep. Like that's not the claim no, I'm no, making no, no. either. But yeah, that's not the claim you're making. You're saying this per but this person is saying that people who aren't taking it are sheep and privileged. Yeah. Like like you like clearly like you're not even asking yourself why is a mass amount of why why are a mass amount of people reluctant to take something? Like you haven't looked into their you haven't looked into their struggles, what they're going through, their mindset, like even asking the question why. Instead you're just looking at the small amount of white people who are just like, nah, li- liberals are bad. <laughs> you know? Ooh, I just worked myself up. Back to um, <laughs> back to what you were saying about men. You say men. You say like this idea that men aren't men anymore is like basically men. White men aren't as great as white men used to be. I'm just questioning the notion. Uh-huh. Like like when were men ever men? Um, like we just we 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 glorify the past. Like for example, like samurai. For example, like well, like, that's like a very masculine thing, right? Samurais are also killing and raping villagers all the time. Mm. Like, ninjas were a protest of samurai. Yeah. You know? Like, ninjas were villagers who didn't have steel. So they just killed the samurai in their sleep. Mm. You know? So, like, we just need to question, like, ask questions. Just how you're talking about the COVID thing. Like, I think it actually, wow, actually wraps up perfectly well. Because it's about questioning notions. Like, where did this thing come from? Yeah, like, and for me, whenever I see... Whenever I see people not acting, like acting in ugly ways, for example, like I see like a young boy or like a man, right? Yeah. Acting in a way that I don't think is befitting. I I guess my initial, my initial instinct isn't to be like, subhanAllah, manhood has just absolutely deteriorated. (laughs) (laughs) That's such an old head thing to say as well, you know? Like that's not my first instinct. I'm like, wow, that's an interesting behavior. I wonder why he does it. That's a very old head thing. Man, kids these days like bro you're one of those kids <laughs> you know as always old people i mean like you look at statistics like rape and murder have gone down like things have improved i mean i think there are a lot of a lot of young boys who are like absolutely lost in the sauce even more than even more than young boys like like we were talking about the 29 year old incel in his basement who's yeah. spending all day watching hassan or hasanabi or whatever you know what it is on his twitch it's social media it's social media because social media is kind of like hijacked our brains. So we get the same chemical releases that we get from virtual things as mm-hmm. we do the physical thing. So a great example is pornography. A lot of dudes are just watching porn. And the reason the reason people watch porn is because it makes your brain feel very how good. Come, how come it's not happening with women? Well, I think like I'm not I think I think I think I think it is happening with women. You think so? But I think it's less obvious because men pursue women explain okay if you're a guy mm-hmm. who's incel porn addict mm-hmm. you watch porn because mm-hmm. it makes your brain feel like oh like you're with actual uh-huh, woman uh-huh, right uh-huh, uh-huh. so your brain feels like you're with actual woman but then you realize that you're not so mm-hmm. you're like let me solve this problem let me pursue woman woman walk around i'm some if you if you let me let me put this in a l- listen yeah depending on the, what you're wearing the, anyone's just gonna watch up even if you're a hijabi outside uh-huh Men are gonna holler at you. Yeah. So it's just in the male's nature to pursue. 
Like, and women understand this as well. It's not like the incel has to. The incel probably has to clean up a lot more about their behavior and what they look yeah. like. And especially because an incel has to do a. Actually, I think for the reason the incel is harder for harder for an incel is because he's had this habit of not reaching out and having social skills. Mm. Plenty of women don't have so. Have you talked to women outside? There are so I mean, many women really. who don't have social <laughs> skills, bro. Uh-huh. A lot. No, like a lot, like awkward, awkward woman, and they just have a pass on it because they're woman. I think a lot of people are awkward, bro. No, but I'm saying like women have more of a pass on this awkwardness thing, because. Dude, guys would just talk. Guys are so thirsty; they talk to an awkward girl. Mm. But woman won't make a pass for an awkward dude unless she really likes it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh, guys uh-huh, just be uh-huh, like, uh-huh. "Oh yeah, she's talking to me. She hasn't left yet. Okay, it's cool. Yeah, yeah she yeah. she likes the vibes." Mm-hmm. Girls be talking to an awkward dude and be like, uh, "I don't know what's up with him. He's weird." Yeah, he's I'm like, good. What do I say? <laughs> does, she, does does she like me? Uh-huh. What do I say next? <laughs> uh, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So I think it's just shown more in mm-hmm. us. Because yeah, it's like easier to spot type B. Yeah, but like women, I think women have the exact same problem, you know. Maybe in the opposite direction. So like, like if we were to frame it in this manosphere way, <laughs> women are becoming more manly, and then men oh becoming God, men don't becoming do the manosphere way. Men are becoming oh, more holes. womanly? Question mark. Women have become. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm literally <laughs> just bouncing stuff off. So wait, what do you I mean th- by what do you mean by woman acting more manly? What's th- what's more I, manly about see, them? I, this is not okay. No, no, I'm questioning the notion. Hussein's okay. not saying that. I'm saying that that thought you put out. Uh-huh. This is a thoughtful sphere, not the manosphere. The thoughtful the, sphere. The thoughtful sphere. So any ideas go? I'm not mm-hmm. judging you, audience. If you judge him, you're whack. I mean, I guess, I guess, what if I if I'm trying to understand what they mean when they say that? I think it means, uh, women wanting to be. Like pursuing high-paying jobs, like high-prestige jobs, mm, pursuing like material success, material success, like uh, like a lot of job success, um, wanting to have like all those kind of things are like yeah. a woman being manly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I kind of, I get, I kind of get where they're coming from in the sense that, um, like if what they're maybe 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 they're saying and maybe maybe the reading between the lines are saying in in order to pursue like their career for example they leave behind um like ideas and they and they stop thinking they stop respecting and they stop thinking about things like motherhood for example I don't. I don't think that's what they do. I think. I think. I think the manosphere philosophy is so poorly put together. I agree. Their, their thing I agree. is just like woman pursue success. That's masculine woman. <laughs> feminine woman only do feminine things. Like no, 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 no. Hang no, out no. with their girls no, and no, backbite. No, like no, bro. I, I, see, here's. Mm, I kind of agree with it, but I agree with it for a different reason. Okay. Because we live in a super like ultra capitalist society. Yeah. If you are not a part of the workforce, you are not of value. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're the, not working, the, you're not the, doing anything. Basically, like yeah. on the capitalist spreadsheet, like a stay-at-home mom who takes care of your kids and is the reason that they're educated, for example, and the reason they could speak another language, like all that kind of stuff, like that isn't accounted for anything because there's no like tangible or like immediate economic production from that. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, there's a move for women to be to like chase their careers and prioritize their careers over their families, for example. But that's not because women just want to be more manly. It's because the whole role of a mother has been devalued. So they've been given nothing besides to be manly. Exactly. And if if we're talking in the like like way. like not manly, they've like they have like there's basically no incentive incentive. To, besides like maybe a biological one to not being manly but like uh having a family or like not yeah like i, I think when we say being manly it's like what, what makes it manly. i'm saying being manly but i mean i basically mean just like pursuing high-paying jobs for example. i think the reason we're saying like high manly prestige high, or high the, i'm high not saying it job. is manly but i'm saying the reason why the word manly is used or feminine is used is because 
there are things that traditionally men will mo- mostly do. Do yeah. Like like a man can't raise kids. He can. Men, men I don't bro. Men suck at kids. No. The, no, 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 no. Role, I'm, 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 I'm not saying bad fatherhood is acceptable. I'm, I, I, I'm saying the best father is not anywhere close to the best mother. Yeah. In terms okay, of one on one with her kids. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Fathers no, no. need to be amazing fathers. Uh-huh. But when in terms of who is the best at holding a household together and who is the best at getting this bread? Yeah. A man yeah. is better at getting this bread and a woman is better at raising these kids. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, people, some people are going to be so triggered just hearing that. Just hear, just hearing my opinion about that, which has no quarrel with your life. Some people are like, "Ah, I make more more money than my husband. Good for you." I mean, they're like, I just, I just uh, think, and and hmm, I said capitalism. Capitalism definitely plays a part, but also I think mm-hmm. Western feminism has also done a very good job, a very good job of also, um, of also. I think the pattern that these meninists are observing, I'm just calling them meninists, yeah. Yeah, meninists. These meninists are observing is kind of true, but I think one, where they say it comes from is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. One, and two, um, their reaction to it is like completely over the top. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you think it comes from? I just literally explained. Oh no, no, sorry, no, no, sorry. I meant to say, what do you th- like? What, what's what, like? What like? What's their reaction? What's their reaction? Yeah. Um, misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we 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 can't be supporting misogyny. <laughs> misogyny. <here>. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, and then so and this is the thing that confuses me because they'll build this like they'll frame this this argument right and they'll be like yeah women. Uh, are less manly. Um, I, sorry, I need to be need to become less manly. And right now, they're very manly because they're pursuing all these high paying positions, high uh, high prestige positions, right? And like men don't care about that. And then in the very same breath, they'll be like, "Oh my god, all these women care about is my money." And like these these biddies are gold diggers <laughs> <laughs> and don't love and don't love these women because you know all they want is your money. And I'm like, bro, you just literally set up. Like within your framework, within your framework, right? If they're not after these high paying positions, these high prestige positions, then they're reliant upon a manly man to provide for them. To be so, that manly so man, of bro. Course they, yeah. So of course they'd be looking for some like within your own framework, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, I think, I think men, I think men have become more in, in, in that framework, not saying that they've actually done this, but using like the menosphere, the men in this logic. Men have become more feminine. Mm-hmm. Men have become a lot more feminine. Yeah, I, dudes are just content nowadays. Like going to your, going to some, I think something you're saying earlier, or, or something you're going to say earlier. Guys are just so content with having nothing. Mm. Men don't have hunger. Where's your sexual drive going? So is guy? that what is that what they're referring to? You think? I don't know, but I'm just asking a question. Where mm. is your sexual energy going, my guy? Where? Like, do you get angry for being so broke at some point? I'm not talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking about being broke, like out of control, broke, Mm -hmm. reasonable brokenness. You know, I'll give a story. There is a guy who is a friend of a friend, um, came here from Africa, got a scholarship from literally Africa to go to a community college in Virginia. Man was working like he had to have like 18 credits for his for his uh, scholarship, working a full time job at 7-Eleven busting his butt mm-hmm. and he was broke like he, he you should be broke in that situation you know what i'm saying like yeah. that that he's broke he's also using all his energy you know like that kind of hunger like 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 man is working towards something so many guys now there's there's not even like let 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 alone doing the work there's not even a vision for what to work for mm. the like, like at least if you're not working hard and someone's like, hey, bro, you have that goal. Go after that goal. They get to work. Yeah. A lot of guys don't even have like a life vision. They have a big dream. Hmm. They don't even have something out. Like you. Sh- I feel like everyone should have something outrageous to go for. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I guess my issue is like my issue with some people, not a lot of people in the manosphere, like the whole manosphere. They have they have completely bought into like the idea of 
usefulness and functionality within a capitalist like society so for example they'll be like yeah don't major in anything that isn't stem because Mm -hmm. i know that triggers you is (laughs) (laughs) no bias no bias yeah yeah. (laughs) don't major in anything that isn't stem because like it's inherently useless because you won't be able to immediately and like very tangibly uh give back to the economy yeah give back to the economy yeah and so it's like shut up bro (laughs) (laughs) you know but like um i'm kind of with that too to an extent like i see that you know you you know my boomer by heart yikes you know like i'm with i'm with it like i see a guy who's like i'm going to film school like bro don't do it bro (laughs) you know like get your money here's the thing for me it's more about and this is what i've always said it's work it's it's work. work yeah yeah you could do your stem you could get your stem degree in a field that's very supposed to be very lucrative and work your butt off and still not make that much money like that's yeah. completely possible yeah yeah because it's not about you it's never it 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 is about you but it's not about like all you're told to do is work you're not told to make money you're not told to get this nice job you're told if you have a family, and by you're told, I mean like Muslim. I was going to say. Let me, let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me put that in perspective. Yeah, yeah. As a Muslim, God's like, work, I got you. But you know why, though? Because we actually don't have any control of how much we make. We don't. But here's we the can thing. only let me, optimize. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, let, me finish. Okay. let me finish. So if my son is like, hey, dad, I want to go to film school, I'll be like, okay. Do you have a plan? Okay. This is your plan. Say that plan don't work. What are you going to do? And if he could give me like, you know, reasonable steps, like not everything's going to work out the way you think it's going to yeah. work out, you know? And so yeah. I'm not going to tell someone don't do, like I might not do it myself, but I'm not going to be like, unless it's haram, obviously. I'm not going to be like, don't do this because you might not make any money. Cause you might not make any money. Even if you do the thing that I want you to do. Yeah. I mean like, there's, there's no way to ever guarantee money. There's not. Like, it's all about optimizing. It's, it's kind of like optimizing the things, your likelihood. Mm-hmm. It's all about likelihood. Like, I hate the logic of, well, the richest people in the world are college dropouts. So, like, yeah, also the poorest people, like, all the poorest people are college and high school dropouts, probably. You know? But. Also, the richest people in the world have, like, so many things go right for them. That, you know, either, like that synchronicity either, that either they were born with or they lucked they absolutely like literally lucked into it's, it's all it's <laughs> like synchronicity i was i was reading outliers or listening to outliers by um malcolm gladwell he was talking about bill gates i think yeah he was describing he, him not as bill gates so he was like there's this kid yeah i remember he was like he went to the one school that had like the, the one computer. one school <laughs> in the united states that had a public computer and he not just that he got private access because he knew like the janitor or something. And he was there all day. Yeah. And that's why this guy's a computer wizard. No one, no other kid had computer time. So he grows up learning this computer in a time where the adults at the time are doing the computer stuff. And as a kid, you have way more brain plasticity. So Hanallah, brain, brain plasticity. You like that. You know. <laughs> Andrew Huberman. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think. Let us know what triggered you. Let us know your honest opinions. This is the thoughtful. I'm, we have to start off the podcast with this now. This is the thoughtful space. The thoughtful sphere. In the, in the thoughtful sphere, we entertain ideas. We don't ridicule people for just having any idea, you know? So if you guys want to share your idea in the comment section down below, we're happy to hear it. We do got to get better at replying to comments better. But um, follow the podcast. Like the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure to like it. Share it with a friend, with a loved one, and comment. Let us know your personal thoughts. You can support the podcast, especially by going to patreon.com forward slash thoughtful banter. And check out our Instagram page. Um, saying, can you please shout out our patrons for us one more time? Here we are. Okay, one more time. Cue music. Thank you so much to our beautiful, wonderful patrons. Started with my guy Ali, T, 
T-Jam, Justin, Muhammad, and Jordan. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate all the support and love. See you guys next week. Oh, two weeks from now. Peace.